of the Leadership Download uh, with myself and Travis Van Dusen. Uh, today is a bit different. Today we're doing a, a round table with um, a few aviation leaders. Um, we have here Al Alfredo. He's a general manager in the aviation industry and also Robert, who's also a, a GM in the aviation field. Um, so some commonality that we have is we are all very familiar with the aviation industry and all um, leaders in the industry. So today's topic we're going to be talking about um, on the importance of showing up and how how it is. Um, ah. <laughs> Edit. <laughs> how and the importance of being consistent on showing up in the workplace and being present. Yeah, I think it's important. This is going to be an interesting conversation because what we're going to talk about is this idea behind showing up as a, as a manager. And, and really the preface that we're going to build this off of is when we originally became managers or when, when people step into a leadership position, one of their temptations is to actually distance themselves from uh, the the frontline team. Um, it actually puts some distance between them and the people that they're leading. Um, it's kind of been almost the old school way of doing things at times is that you don't want to get too close to the team. But as, as the kind of the world evolves, as businesses evolve, we're finding that that is actually probably, that is not the right way to do, uh, to do business. That is not the right way to lead teams. And I, I love the example that uh, Abraham Lincoln, of Abraham Lincoln, when he was president, you know, he always had, open the White House to average everyday uh, Americans during that time period. And, and the whole point of that was that as he go through cabinet meetings and all these different meetings throughout his day, he wanted to have real, like real time, real like people who are living their lives out in the communities to come in and speak to him so he could be in tune with what's going on. So the idea behind this is really, you know, you really can't know how deep the water is unless you actually wade out into the water with your team. You know, you don't really know how difficult things are until you uh, kind of step out there. So, I mean, here, here, the first question I want to kind of ask to the group here is, you know, what is why is it important to you to, to show up every day as a leader or as a manager in, in your company? Anyone just jump off. <laughs> I'll go first. So, you, you know, you hear these buzzwords, you hear about employee engagement and and really the easiest way to, to drive and to maintain engagement with your employees is to be there side by side with them. And one of the first things I do every morning when I walk into the office, I go through and I, I say hi to every employee. I check in with them, see if they need any help with anything, make sure that things are, are running smoothly. And then I can go ahead and, and get into the things that I need to get into, knowing that, you know, I'm I'm there for the team, and and if they need me, I'm, my my door's open for them. Yeah, I mean, Robert said it best. You know, being that not only the go-to person for support, but being there in front line really means a lot. You know, as a young leader, you know, you always have some good role models, and then you also have some bad role models, and in between that, you then decipher 
which one you want to emulate. And I think, you know, with everything going on in the world and everything going on in the workforce right now, it's, do you have sympathy? Can you put yourself in their shoes? And that's really big, you know, stopping and saying hi, even though you, you know, you have 10 emails you got to get to, that really does mean a lot. Monday morning, first thing, oh, you asked about my weekend. Thank you. Right. And then you move on and proceed. It really, really makes an impact. Hmm. Cameron, do you got anything to add to that? Yeah, and also just showing up. When you show up to the office, you know, show up with the team as well. I mean, uh, I've often seen uh, leaders that just sneak into their office and they stay there all day and don't even acknowledge their team or even say a simple hello. And uh, what I've noticed is when you go and acknowledge your team, check in how they're how they're doing, check in um, how how's the day looking, how's the operations are looking. It gives uh, not only you assurance, but the team assurance that, okay, he's here for the day and um, you start off on the right foot. Mm, that's so good. Yeah. So just showing up, being in the room, being present with your team, not not being closed away behind your office door all day is, is, is a big uh, piece of the puzzle to being a successful leader. Uh, but, you know, how do you take, let's take that a step further. How would, would you say, how do you make sure that you don't distance yourself? What are some of the, maybe some of the procedures or, you know, things that you've kind of installed into your daily, daily life that make sure that you don't allow that distance to happen? Because sometimes it almost happens sometimes um, uh, naturally, you know, you get busy, you, you get buried in emails, you've got a project going on and then suddenly you're, you're running straight for the office and missing everybody. So how do you guys make sure that you don't make that mistake? Oh, for, for me, one of the things that I do, and not to compare myself to your Abraham Lincoln example here earlier, but my door is open almost 100% of the time, unless it's an important HR call or a, a conference call that I can't have other people peeking in and listening to. My door is open. People are free to come in and you know sit down. And, and if it's a casual conversation, great. If it's something they need from work, that's great too. If it's something I need from them, that's even better because then they're coming willingly up to me and we're able to sit and have that honest dialogue. So, you know, even when you do have to have those times where you're in the office and, and taking care of the paperwork or taking care of the reporting and all that sort of thing, to still have that availability to, to the frontline workers where they feel comfortable to come up and, and approach you, I, I think that's great. It's good. Yeah, and I think, uh, you know, Robert, said it best you know it's it's the door the door is always open and you know some people feel a lot more comfortable jumping in the couch or jumping in the chair and just saying hey how are you some other people you kind of have to stop by and say hey i haven't checked in on you today what's going on you know so i think also uh understanding your employees you know everyone's a little bit different uh some of them want to be closer some of them like the distance so just reading and feeding off of that just you know one example employee a is really reserved, right? He only wants to be spoken to when you have some feedback or he did a really good job. Other than that, you know, he keeps work, work, and he doesn't really want to have a conversation further than that. He'll participate in everything, but very reserved, right? And I have to respect that. I have to understand him enough to say, my door's open, but you're probably not going to be coming in every single day, right? Only when needed for you. So mm -hmm. it's good. I think it's a very important um, also throughout the, throughout the day to, to check in with the team. Um, Alfredo said it good is everyone has a different way of, of being led based on their personality. 
And you have to ensure that you are, are touching not just your team as a whole, but your team on an individual level as well, getting to know the person. I know we talk about diversity, inclusion, and a lot of things fall under that, that spectrum. And um, you have to learn how to, how to make people feel valued and appreciated on an individual level. Yeah, that's so good. You know, so I want to take this kind of a step further and kind of take it, you know, make it a little bit more pacific. You know, we, we want to have our doors open. We want to be actively engaged with our team. How do you engage with your team in those in those tough times? Maybe a, a tough decision's been made. Maybe there's there's some uh, there's some uh, issues amongst the ranks that would that maybe you really would wish that you could just close the door and not have to deal with. You know, um, how do you deal with those difficult employees who maybe are consistently walking in in that open door and, and sitting down and and maybe you can't meet their needs immediately? I mean, how do you how do you get around that? You know, that 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 challenge. I think the the most important thing is, um, especially when times are tough or it comes to a tough decision or a tough change for, for the organization or working group, is um, being transparent. Transparency is, is key when in those tough times is acknowledging that, yes, times are difficult or, yes, we've had to make this decision because of X, Y, and Z, and this is how we are going to move forward. Um, People are going to be looking to you as the leader when when those times are tough, and it's important for us to even be more present than ever during those tough times. And it's also important is that when the, those tough times come, is that as leaders we don't panic. We we have to keep keep our cool, stay calm, and collective to ensure that our teams also uh, remain calm and collective during during those those difficult times. Yeah, like Cameron said, honesty is a is a huge thing. And and if you're not upfront and transparent with your team across the board, they're gonna see through it. They're gonna sit there and you know shrug off whatever you're telling them if it's good news or bad news at that point. So you know it's important that yes, when when things are going well, we sit there and have those conversations and do those pat on the backs out in public. But then, like you said, Travis, when things go wrong, when things turn south. You can still sit there and, and have that discussion with everybody as a team and and tell them, you know, this isn't great. This, you know, in, in some instances, it's terrible, but we're going to get through it together. A lot of great points, guys. And the biggest one, you know, stemming off Cameron is transparency, but not only transparency. Robert, you said it, too. It's how consistent are you for the good times and the bad times, right? Are you there only just to cheer? Are you there just to scold and just discipline, right? It's how, how do you keep that balance, right? Mm. If you're there at the front line and you're, they know, you know, what you're about, it's kind of easier to deliver those hard talks, you know, being honest, giving them the information, giving them the why. Obviously, some things are better held, you know, reserved if they deal with HR or something along those sensitive matters. But for the most part, very honest, right? Uh, we work for entities, right? We are not owners. We're support personnel and to that aspect we have to comply and adjust and we still have to move the whole operation forward even though we may feel certain ways right even though we terminate someone and we feel like we should have kept them or 
hey, that's not probably the best hire we've had, right? So it's it's the balance, right? Going back and forth and being able to balance that. Yeah. Oh, go ahead, Robert. So, like Alfredo was just saying, you know, when when there is bad news, you know, and, and thinking back to personally a situation where we've had to terminate an employee. You know, I immediately go to the team and say, listen, here's what happened. Here's why we did what we did. Does anybody have any questions? And and give them that forum to, you know, to give their input as well. It's not just a one-sided dialogue. Here's here's what I did. I don't care what anybody thinks. That's that's not the way to lead a team. You know, mm-hmm. when you explain what you did and why you did it, and then give them the opportunity to pro- provide some feedback as well, you know, that, that continues to, to build that engagement, build that trust with the team. Yeah, and to take that back a little bit, it really starts with authenticity. If we're, as as leaders, if we're not being showing our true self uh, to our teams, I mean, people know when people are being fake or not being their true selves. I mean, we 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 all have a good judgment of when people are not being their true self. So when you show that authenticity to your team, um, and that they'll they'll really listen to you, um, and really take your words uh, when you start being transparent and honest with teams. Yeah, that's, that's so good. Everybody, I mean, that's so good. You know, the, the reality is when we've all gone through this in the last year with COVID at some level, you know, we had to uh, lay off employees, furlough employees, you know, make very tough uh, decisions that um, none of us probably dreamed. I, I mean, I had to furlough employees that I actually thought were really, really good employees. Uh, something I never thought I'd ever have to do. And um, I think the only reason I was able to, to be able to survive it was simply because I, I was transparent from day one and saying, you know, this is how this is going to go. And when I didn't know the answer, I was very, very clear in saying, I don't know what's going to happen next. And there was a, a lot of that in 2020. Right. I mean, for all of us. And so, you know, being being that we all work you know, as middle managers, and you could argue that middle management is probably one of the hardest places to be in a, in a, in a company because you're, you're not high enough on the, the structure to, to really dictate major changes to the company, but you're not low, you're not low enough on the totem pole to not, to, 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 to not be doing anything at all. You know, I believe that the, the, that your attitude on how you show up every day really matters. So, what would you say are some of the attributes that you really need to have in your in your attitude and, and how, how you show up in your office each day? You know, going back to that balance thing, you know, you can't come in overly joyous, right, in the morning. You can't just come in 100 miles per hour because some people don't receive that well, right? So, like I said, once again, knowing your audience, also being very authentic, right? Once you set the tone, it's all about ma- maintaining it, consistency, just keeping that even evenness throughout the day because you don't want to start out 100 miles per hour midday. You're crashing because you didn't eat something or you're back-to-back meetings and all of a sudden you're cranking manager by midday and you're just like, I don't really want to talk to you right now, right? So it's one of those things that you really do have to be honest. Sometimes you also have to leave early, you know, go recharge those batteries after long days. It's just in between that, you know, just really understanding what you need to be able to deliver consistent attitude throughout the day. On top of what Alfredo was just saying there too, you know, very calm demeanor. You know, it you, you don't get too worked up when things start to go sideways or start to get out of control. Um, you know, 
those are those situations where you go behind the closed doors and pull your hair out to yourself. <laughs> um, but yeah, when you're in front of people, it's, you know, very calm, very steady, very cool and collected as, as much as possible. Um, and then I think one of the other things too, just like checking in with everybody at the beginning of the day, at the end of the day, when you head out, check in again and, and then thank them for what they've done. You know, how, how often do we do stuff and, and it gets overlooked or we feel slighted or whatnot. And, you know, just that thank you and, and keep up the good work out there. Appreciate what you guys are doing. That goes a long way to, to keeping everybody kind of, kind of satisfied and, and going. Yeah. Oftentimes we, uh, we look at the negative stuff going on uh, amongst our team. We're so quick to point the negative stuff, but um, you know, a simple, a simple word of thanks goes a long way. I know, I know that for myself, when, when my leader says thank you or appreciate all the hard work you do for me, that's like, that goes a very, very long way. You perk up a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. You know, I love one of what my mentor, you know, used to, used to teach me. He says, you know, if you show up complaining and, and there's days, man, I have to admit, there's days where I have to be very careful, but I don't walk in the door and just immediately just start, you know, just, just going kind of railing about something that's going on or a decision that's been made or something I disagree with, or the fact I sat in traffic that morning. But the moment I, as the leader, as the as the, the driving force of the operation, if I show up negative with a negative attitude, complaining, I'm going to breed an environment of negativity all around me, potentially constantly, right? Or and or if I if I'm constantly just completely closed off to suggestions, um, you know, we end up developing this huge resistance of us versus them. You know, where, you know, people feel like you don't listen therefore because your management and the, you know, the front line is not being heard and or, or, or even, you know, we show up. But when we show up, open the possibility that, you know, others can bring us things that could potentially make things better. You know, you people feel more comfortable, you know. So how do you guys consistently model that kind of possibility mindset, you know, of being open to listening to every, everything that's going on around you? before you make snap judgments on, you know, um, which what's being heard. One of the things I hate to hear is, well, we've always done it this way. <laughs> it's a recipe for disaster in my mind. You know, when people come to me with it, with an idea, even if it's something that I don't a hundred percent agree with or can, can kind of wrap my mind, mind around, say, go, go give it a shot. Let's see if it works. You know, if it, if it does awesome, if not, we'll go, we'll go back to square one and start over. I mean, you said it best, right? Um, even though most of us have done the job right from the the front line all the way through, you know, the first steps of leadership and now today, you know, we're out of tune sometimes, you know, especially um, with what is needed on the daily operation. So if there's ever a suggestion in regards to any of those different, you know, buckets, I'm all ears. Like I said, let's give it a try. If it's building an Excel sheet, that's going to make things a little bit easier whether that's using a platform like Teams or something like that, completely open. If it doesn't work, it doesn't work. There's also some other, you know, things that come down the pipeline, other initiatives, other plans that we have to organize. And in those those scenarios, I definitely like town halls and then one-on-one feedback because some people will definitely open up in a, in a crowd because they want to be heard. And you'll have those people, you know, I'm not, just not going to say anything. I don't, you know, they're not going to pay attention to me. So the combination of, keeping a platform both for the group and for the individuals is also really big. So just keeping that in mind as you go through your 
work day, work week. Yeah, and, and there's also two ways of, of leading your work group or organization. There's um, there's a maintaining what you have, and then there's also continuous improvement. Um, and I feel like when you are focused on that continuous improvement, it's so important to get feedback from the team in terms of, like uh, you both mentioned, um, you know, when an employee comes up with a suggestion or problem is you go for it. You find the solution and you go for it and try it out. And that's how you're going to make things better. And employees are going to feel valued. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I mean, it, it, it just comes down to that fact that all, you know, all heads together are better than just one person driving force trying to make those mistakes, you know, trying to, trying to make, you know, figure out what to do next. I think one important thing for, you know, those that possibility mindset that's important is that you do give some margin for for some failure. Uh, you know, like you mentioned trying a new trying a new idea, you know, maybe trying a new platform or a new program or a spreadsheet is, you know, make sure that you put margin in there that, you know, <laughs> if it if it flops that it's not going to just absolutely, you know, ruin your week. But giving people the opportunity to say, Hey, you know what? We can try things and it may not work and that's okay. And I think that's something in our industry. We, we have to be super careful in certain parts of our industry because it's so regulated that we can't touch it. But you know, that we give our teams uh, that opportunity to have, you know, to, to, to kind of test things out and try things and know that they're not going to get, you know, get fired or, or, or get put on the, put on the blacklist, so to speak, with the company for, for trying something new. Um, I think that's, I think that's huge. So that, that's, that's awesome. So anybody got anything else to add before we move on? So going into kind of one of the final last questions is, you know, as we talk about this whole thing about motivating your team and, and staying engaged and keeping your door open, you know, here, here's the kind of the question I think a lot of people would have is, is how do you stay motivate, motivated even when, you know, things are not going well, you know, how do you maintain that door open policy, even though like you, you're having a really bad week? Um, you know, what are some of the tools that you use to kind of keep yourself, you know, motivated through those tough times? One of the things I do is, is when things are not going well is I try to motivate myself through a lot of reading and writing and reflecting on, on how things are going and what I can do in my capacity um, as a leader, but also staying focused on the goals. I mean, each and every one of us have goals for our teams and organizations, um, just staying focused on what we can do and what we have control over. Um, because if, if we focus on things that we don't have control over, uh, we're just gonna burn ourselves, and which leads to what we call leadership burnout. Um, so just finding ways to of, of encouragement and uh, of faith is something very important for me. Um, so, yeah. So I've got about a 40 to 50 minute drive each way to and from work. And, uh, you know, podcasts have become a huge thing for me, whether it's, you know, something outside of work. I, I like to listen to college basketball podcasts that uh, post a couple times a week, but then also some motivational ones. You know, there's, there's a lot of really good TED Talks out there when it comes to leadership and motivation. And it seems like, you know, popping one of those on and listening for 20 or 30 minutes 
really kind of resets us back to zero, resets me back to zero at least, and and gives me that motivation to get back out there and, and get back to it. Um, I'm also a fairly competitive guy. So when I see our monthly reports that come out and, I, and I'm beating the guy next door to me, nothing makes me happier. <laughs> yeah, awesome. Yeah. Uh, you know, a little bit of uh, the combination, you know, reading, uh, listening to the podcast. I've been, you know, over the last year, you know, especially with COVID, uh, I did think I made a lot of uh, advancement in my emotional intelligence, but then I had to look at things a little bit different because that's not really what was going on. So I actually recently just started doing more of the stoicism uh, train of thought, just keeping things a little bit more logical, um, removing that emotion, right? Sometimes we get worked up over something that's so small, you know, it's it's temporary, right? So um, get, getting that balance going. Uh, and also I'm, I'm a very active person outside of uh, work. So once again, you know, I want my employees to have a good life balance. I need to hold myself accountable to that balance as well. Mm, that's so good. That's so good. You know, for me, I think one of my major things that I use as a kind of a tool is, is I use my, my mentors, you know, so my, if I, if I run across something that's really got me frustrated, I don't hesitate to pick up the phone and call people that I've, you know, relied upon to, for guidance in the past. And, you know, very few, very few problems I've been, and go, and, you know, had in my career have not been able to be solved in, you know, a 30 minute conversation with a mentor who's kind of, been through it, you know, many times before me and can kind of talk you talk some sense back into you, number one, because you're angry, you're upset or you're you're kind of looking at things from a, 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 a not a not a positive perspective. And then they kind of give you some guidance. And then suddenly you're like, OK, now I see it. I see my way forward. And so that's that's huge. So as we wrap it up, I didn't I didn't put this question on the uh, the sheet, but um, I think it's kind of like a bonus question. So. If, if you had one piece of advice for a new general manager going into the aviation industry, what would you tell them? I think, honestly, Travis, you touched on it best. You know, get yourself a good network, you know, not only internally of uh, your company or organization, but also externally. Uh, we need that, you know, both at home and at work, right? We need to make sure that we can vent, express some of those frustrations and shake it off and then get back to it. So I think, you know, getting a good uh, network, getting a good support system for them is probably a very, very good starting point. Mm. I'd say uh, don't try to reinvent the wheel on your first day. You, know, <laughs> you go into a location, there's going to be some people that are really, really good at what they do. Let them shine and kind of sit back and, and see where the strengths are and where the opportunities are. Once you've kind of dialed in on, on the things that, that you see that you want changed or that can change, then go ahead and, and start to make small steps towards, towards making those improvements. But don't go in there guns blazing on day one. That's a recipe for disaster. Mm, that's good. Dude. That's very good. Yeah, yeah. Well, one thing, it's it's really good to have um, have a good network of people, but also to be mentored by those ahead of you. Um, it's, it's one thing that I've found true value is, is being mentored from people that are way ahead of you. You get different insights and uh, different types of advice on, um, it's just a different way of thinking. It, it really helps transform your mindset as a leader. So I've found a uh, great value in that. Mm. Very good. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's, that's perfect because you don't, you don't know all the answers. So don't, don't pretend you know all the answers and you'll be fine. So, well, Cameron, do you have anything as we wrap up? Yeah. So, I mean, we've had a great discussion this evening on 
uh, you know, the importance of showing up in the workplace, um, being consistent and being present with your team. You know, a special thanks to both Alfredo and Robert, who I've known for quite some time now. Uh, you know, thank you for being a part of this. Um, and we really hope for those watching this this content that it truly helps you grow in, in your leadership. Um, I love the saying that Craig Rochelle uh, says, he, he says, um, when the leader gets better, everyone gets better. And this is very true. And I hope that this podcast definitely helps stretch your capacity as a leader. Um, so thank you guys, Alfredo and, and Robert. Uh, stay tuned on our next podcast. We'll have another special guest. And um, also, please follow us on Facebook to stay updated on our upcoming content.